Now, I'll tell you, there are plenty of reasons why I love being a Presbyterian. One reason is our love of Scripture. We take the Scriptures seriously. So seriously, in fact, our Presbyterian seminaries teach biblical Hebrew and Greek so that future church leaders can study and read the scriptures in the early languages of the text. Alec reminded the incoming officers during training yesterday that we are people of the book, and we acknowledge that the word made flesh is the head of the church. Now, another reason why I love being a Presbyterian is that as a church family, we are curious. We urge questions and we encourage curious minds to wonder and doubt. We are reformed and always being reformed by the Spirit open to new interpretations and new voices. Now today, I will be reading from a translation that is new to me. It is found printed in your bulletin, the First Nations Version. You may read along, or you may pull out the Pew Bible and read along in what is likely the more familiar NRSV. This First Nations translation was birthed out of a desire to provide an English Bible that connects in a culturally relevant way to the traditional heart languages of over six million English-speaking First Nations people of North America. The council that created this translation included Native North Americans from over 25 tribes. Here in Richmond, we are learning and asking questions about our own connections with the First Nations who called this area home before European immigrants arrived. So today, we listen to this familiar story from voices often silenced or overlooked. Now, I expect the story describing the conversation between Jesus and Nicodemus is familiar to many of you. And as we hear this text from John chapter 3, listen to how the Spirit is calling you to pay attention. A man named Conquers the People, Nicodemus, came to Creator Sets Free, Jesus, in secret at night. He was one of the separated ones, the Pharisees, and a headman of the tribes of wrestles with Creator, Israel, who sat in the great council. Out of the shadows he whispered, Wisdom keeper, we know the great spirit sent you to teach us. No one can perform powerful signs like these unless the maker of life walks with him. 
I speak from my heart, Jesus answered. Only one who has been born from above can see creator's good road. Conquers the people, or Nicodemus, was surprised by this strange answer, so he asked, can a, more, can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter his mother's womb to be born a second time? Listen closely, creator sets free, Jesus answered. One must be born of both water and spirit to walk creator's good road. The human body only gives birth to natural life, but it takes the spirit of creator to give birth to spiritual life. Do not be surprised that I say to you, you must be born from above. Everyone born in this way is like the wind that blows wherever it wants. You can hear its sound, but no one knows where it comes from or where it goes. How can these things be? Nicodemus asked. And Jesus looked gently but firmly into his eyes and continued. How can it be that a wisdom keeper and spiritual leader of the tribes of wrestles with creator, Israel, does not understand these things? Listen closely. For you fail to hear what we are talking about. We are speaking about things on earth. How will you believe me when I talk about the things from the spirit world above? For there is only one who has gone up and come down from the world above, the true human being. Do you not remember when drawn from the water, Moses lifted up a pole with a snake on it in the desert wilderness. This is what will happen to the true human being. So people will put their trust in him and have the life of the world to come that never fades away, full of beauty and harmony. The great spirit loves this world of human beings so deeply that he gave us his son, the only son who fully represents him. All who trust in him and his way will not come to a bad end, but will have the life of the world to come that never fades away, full of beauty and harmony. Creator did not send his son to decide against the people of this world, but to set them free from the worthless ways of the world. Beloved, this is the word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be, be to God. God. Now, no matter what version you read this story, this is a provocative story with plenty of layers to consider for a sermon. And today, I want to focus on the presence and movement of the Spirit in this story and the movement of the Spirit within our church. Now, as Presbyterians, we understand the Spirit to be one member of the Holy Trinity, 
The Spirit was present with God at creation, hovering over the waters and the land. The Spirit was present in the time of the prophets, guiding them to share God's word of warning and hope. And Jesus proclaimed that the Spirit would remain with the disciples after he returned to sit on God's right hand after his time on earth was complete. We believe the Hebrew word ruach and the Greek word here in John, pneuma, describe the same spirit, which can also be translated as wind or breath. We understand that the Spirit has been present with God since creation, is present with us today, and will be present long after we take our final breath. And as we begin to study the Spirit's work in this story, first, I want to highlight that the Spirit sets us free from fear. Nicodemus, bless his heart. Nicodemus meets with Jesus in secret, cloaked in the darkness of night. As a Pharisee and religious scholar, Nicodemus was nervous about meeting with Jesus in public. And I wonder, have you ever been nervous to tell someone you're a Christian? Have you ever been anxious to talk about your own faith? We Presbyterians are not always comfortable with the E word, evangelism. We don't typically pass out Bible tracts outside of Publix or Kroger. And we don't usually go through neighborhoods and pairs or one or two knocking on doors so that folks can know why we love Jesus. Compared to some of our Christian cousins, we're more laid back and low-key when it comes to sharing the good news. We can relate to Nicodemus who prefers to discuss with Jesus outside the spotlight, even outside the sunlight. Now, I'm not saying that from this day forward, you need to start making your neighbors uncomfortable by just how much you love the Lord. But I do think it's helpful to remember that the Spirit sets us free from fear so that we can truly be present with people. The Spirit sets us free from fear so that, like Jesus, we can build bridges and cross boundaries and show up with and alongside our neighbors, especially those who don't know how to ask for help. The Spirit sets us free from fear to show up with courage and grace always and at times beyond our comfort zone. 
Nicodemus meets Jesus at night. And Jesus doesn't call him out or insult him, but meets him as he is. Jesus engages with him at a time and place when Nicodemus is comfortable. And Jesus provokes him to consider a way of being faithful outside his comfort zone. Now, this conversation between two religious leaders reminds us that the Spirit does not just set us free from, the Holy Spirit also sets us free to, to act, to love and to serve, to love and to serve God and our neighbors. As Jesus tries to explain to Nicodemus about what it means to be born from above and to be born from the Spirit, we understand that Jesus teaches us that the Spirit sets us free to love and serve. The First Nations version describes such faithfulness as walking creator's good road. And Nicodemus describes the healings and teaching of Jesus' powerful signs that illustrate the maker of life walks with him. Nicodemus notes that Jesus responds with love and serves the people in awe-inspiring ways. Nicodemus is impressed by how the Spirit sets Jesus free to love and serve, to teach and heal, to feed and pray. As the walking embodiment of God, Jesus models how the Spirit sets us free to respond to God with love and service. Now, this church family is set free to love and serve every Monday through our walk-in lunch program and on Tuesdays when we welcome neighbors back for the shower ministry. We seek to serve our neighbors near and far. I want to share another ministry that is set free to love and serve in our presbytery, Voices of Jubilee. This past Wednesday, the Mission and Advocacy Council heard from one of the co-pastors of Voices of Jubilee. Reverend Lauren Ramser shared how the ministry began with the request for a gospel choir at Bon Air Juvenile Correctional Center in 2018. From that day, it has grown to be a team effort led by two co-pastors, Lauren and Ashley Mejias, and they go with others to join together to minister to the children and youth who are incarcerated in our area. Now, in December, the team gathered right here at Second Prez, and they put together over 300 gift bags for the children as young as 11 to offer them a gift of care and support over the holiday season. Lauren shared with us, Voices of Jubilee carries love, hope, and grief in both directions, to the children and to the team as they create the beloved community together.
It's sacred, sometimes scary work. Voices of Jubilee is one way the spirit is moving with children who are incarcerated as the spirit moves us to love and serve. And finally, let's talk about what the spirit sets us free for. As described in the popular verse, John 3.16, and the important verse that follows in verse 17. Jesus teaches Nicodemus that the Spirit sets us free for eternal life. Or as we read today, the life of the world to come that never fades away, full of beauty and harmony. The Spirit sets us free for love, not judgment, for hope, not fear. The Holy Spirit sets us free for life with God, with green pastures and beside still waters, with the peace of Christ, joy and justice, light and love emanating through it all. Jesus teaches Nicodemus that God so loved the world. God sent his son to embody that love and save all creation. We are reminded that God's love is for the community, for all creation, and not just for Presbyterians or just for North Americans. Nicodemus was seeking answers And Jesus responded with questions and poetry of God's love, grace, and eternal life. Nicodemus asked how, and Jesus responds with because. Because God loves all creation. Because God sent Jesus to teach, live, and model God's love. Because the Spirit sets us free for life eternal, full of beauty and harmony. Now, you may have your own questions about how and why we are called to be Presbyterians in the world in 2023. And this story from John's Gospel sheds some light. The Spirit sets us free from fear. The Spirit sets us free to love and to serve. And ultimately, the Spirit sets us free for the life of the world that never fades away, full of beauty and truth. Beloved of God, this is good news. This is good news as we discern how to trust God and be faithful disciples of Jesus, the radical rabbi. This is good news for us at Second as we face more changes and transitions after faithful leadership from Ginger and Ellick. This is good news for us as we seek to serve our neighbors in downtown Richmond and beyond with grace and compassion. God invites us 
to experience the grace and love of the divine through the movement and freedom of the spirit. It's no small gift. In fact, it may change your life. Before you understand what's being taught or what's happening around you or where the wind is blowing, God's grace, the love of Christ, and the freedom of the Spirit may save you too. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. God of mystery and beauty, we give you thanks for the gift of the Spirit. Lead us to listen to your word and to follow your Spirit where she leads. Comfort our hearts and send us out to serve your people and love your creation just as Jesus modeled and taught. With hope, we ask all this and more. Amen.